On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if an older Scott Pilgrim is really this show's forte. If Gideon or Julie deserve love. And if Yusuke will find all three of his dangerous objects on Yu Yu Hakusho. All of that and more on an all new episode of the Superhero Show Show. And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every single live-action TV show based on the comic book and any of the animated ones we feel like, which is good, because right now that's mostly what's out there. I'm your host for this evening, Mike Gravano, and with me is uh, my boon companion, uh, the one who's there when I'm scared at, in the middle of the night. It's McKenna, a.k.a. Books. That is me. I'm always just creeping. When people are scared in the middle of the night, I will just perch on nightstands. And out. it's... It's good that your friends are dumb because they're like, oh, you're here to comfort me. Not realizing yeah. that maybe you're the freaking reason why people are scared in the middle of the it night. It never occurs to them that I right. could be the cause of the panic. Mm-hmm. Just that I'm a brilliant, caring friend. Yeah. They're like, wow, she came here so quickly when my heart was pounding and I screamed. Mm-hmm. Not being like, Felt oh, like she was, was perched like some sort of demon bird. <laughs> Did you Have you seen the movie Paranormal Activity? I have like seen bits of it. I've never seen it all the way through. Okay, there, there's uh, in the you know it ramps up right in the middle of it. Uh, the woman who's being slowly possessed uh, st- gets up in the middle of the night and sleepwalks and just stands looking straight down at her fiance for hours. Uh, and that's what I imagine you do to all of us. I had a friend in high school who would do things like that, and I woke up to her hovering over me, and she just nope. screamed birds in my face when it's I opened my eyes. <laughs> so. That was and fun. she was asleep? She was asleep. I woke up and she screamed birds. We were having a sleepover and my other friend was very used to this behavior and just sure. put her hand up and shoved her face away. It was like, <laughs> stop this. That's awesome. So. That's the best way to deal with it. I had one of my brothers had night terrors growing up, mm-hmm. uh, which is horrifying for everybody else. Because he wakes up saying some demonic, creepy shit. Mm-hmm. And he was also, I love him now, he's a lovely guy, but he was a monster and a bully and would like hum the Halloween theme song while chasing us slowly around with knives. So you're always like, is he going through a night terror and I need to be like thoughtful or is he being a fucking prick right now? That's fun. That's a fun little game to play with. Uh, how careful do I tread around this nightmare right. person? Uh, I, and I don't want to like, you know ostracize anybody but maybe those people shouldn't be allowed at sleepovers i so i didn't have night terrors but i did sleepwalk as a child but i was such a paranoid nerd that my sleepwalking stemmed from school anxiety and all of my (laughs) sleepwalking was me trying to go downstairs to do homework i need to do more and my parents just try to corral me (laughs) back to bed when is the last time you slept walked i think i was like 13 Oh, okay. It's been a minute. It's been a long time. And I had gotten like a really bad flu. So it was like a feverish induced sleep oh, okay. at that time. But I did try to get ready for school at 3 a.m. And parents definitely woke up to the shower. To reveal behind the curtain, you still work near schools. 
let's yeah. say. Uh, and I was curious if you ever had the opposite <laughs> of a professor anxiety and you're in the middle, you're waking up and you're preparing a PowerPoint. Yeah, just all of a sudden writing out some <laughs> lecture notes. Yeah. Scrambled thoughts. That would be great. McKenna, are you ready to just dig in? It's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve and or Christmas Day when you're listening to this. And what better way than for us to just do a little deep dive? Yeah. I, I assume our listeners are shoveling snow. Shoveling. Snow. That's hard. Shoveling snow. Uh, walking a dog. Escaping the family somehow. Mm-hmm. What what is your your in the middle of the holidays? What's your go to? I got to get away from the family right now. Oh, um, well, now that I have a kid, sure. it's actually a lot easier. Scapegoat. Yeah, it's usually just like, oh, this is a bit overwhelming. I'm just gonna take my child to a quiet place, or it's I'm overwhelmed. I need a mm-hmm. moment as a mom, and I just get to walk away. Uh, you get to do that as a parent. You get to be like, go be with the grandparents or the aunties and uncles or your cousins and be like, I need a minute and, uh, and just leave. So that is my go-to before I would offer to do some like random errand and mm-hmm. then hide in the laundry room because no one nice. checks there. You're like, oh yeah, I'll get, I'll get the beer from the garage fridge and then just hang out for a while. Yeah. So. Smart. Well, this year, you get to hang out with us, lovely listener, and we are going to be talking about Yu Yu Hakusho, but first, episodes six and seven of Scott Pilgrim takes off. In episodes six and seven of Scott Pilgrim takes off, Ramona moves on to her next suspects, Julie and Gideon slash Gordon. Gordon, however, has turned over a new leaf and is too busy celebrating a bromance with Lucas Lee to fulfill evil plans. Meanwhile, Knives charms Matthew into funding a Broadway show, and young Neil admits he did not write the screenplay. Before Ramona can move on to her next suspect, Scott returns, what? And reveals it was not an evil ex, but his future self that faked his own death and pulled him to stop his relationship with Ramona from ever progressing. But then future Ramona intervenes by writing that screenplay to show Scott the relationship was worth fighting for. Taste buds, I ask you this. Is future Ramona showing growth by fighting for her relationship, or is she delusional to think future old Scott has potential? I think this was the moment for me where I realized my hope for Ramona is kind of lost, that she's just as dumb as the rest of them. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't, it, for- I don't know if this was for you. Do you still feel like she's the best of? I, yeah, I still think she's better and smarter than all of them. I guess it's that in the present or the past, she's smarter. And then she just has decades of knowledge we don't have of why this is worth it. And especially because future Scott is like, it should never happen because we had 13 great years, but then we got divorced. And I'm a believer that all relationships will fail. Call me a romantic. I think all relationships will fail. But the good you get out of them while they're not failing is worth everything. But she doesn't believe that, though, because she's still... F- well, I guess maybe she does. Maybe she has the same viewpoint. All relationships are going to fail, but they are the good. Right. Right now, it, from the episodes we've watched in this episode we're recording, yeah. who knows her end goal? But it does feel like... I, I, I think... Again, so like, real talk, uh, my parents divorced before I was a year old, so... I think 13 years is great. It's is an accomplishment. Yeah. Like that's, I and don't see, have, I have that the, in my life. My parents have been together for 34 years now. Gross. I don't <laughs> get that. Why would you do that? 
and they're like sickeningly romantic together. So that's so weird to me. Yeah, and to me, what we've seen of future old Scott worth fighting for? I don't think he is. He's off his rocker. But is but, it because he lost Ramona that he's off his rocker? Right, and all their when they were good, they were great, and isn't that worth it? Hmm. That's fair. That is fair. You might be restoring my faith and my hope in Ramona because I was really disappointed. To well, it's also like oh, because something bad happens in the future, let's change our entire life. Feels oh, I'm not naive. on old Scott's side. Okay, for like stopping the relationship. Right. It just. I I think yeah I think I was just disappointed in future Ramona being like no mm. everything but but you've made a compelling argument that the thirteen yes. years we didn't see them so we didn't see them and and I, I think we get a quick flash right like of like yeah tidbits of uh because yeah future Scott played by Will Forte which is great <laughs> uh has like this VR thing and it's showing a very eight bit version of the past and then what his life with Ramona was like and it seems fine. Yeah, it and we, doesn't seem. It doesn't seem what? It doesn't seem like this horrible. Like, I think my biggest concern is that future Scott seems to still be as annoying and like unintelligent as current Scott in his yes. like thinking. And that's why I'm wondering if he's not worth it. Like, there's no growth, but maybe he did grow in those 13 years and then regressed back to young Scott. So. Which. Having been around of a lot of uh, marriages and divorces in my life, I've, that happens. That happens. Sometimes people regress and forget the growth they made when they were with somebody romantically. Uh, and we don't find out why they divorced. Mm-mm. It's probably because Scott was an idiot. Odds are this was Odds a Scott are, era. Given the information we've <laughs> learned, uh, he's probably an idiot. Uh, the other great romance of these two episodes is Gideon Gordon and Lucas Lee. How do we like these bros broing down? Delightful. It was an absolutely delightful montage of them bonding over both their interests, which I thought yes. was just fantastic. It was not one-sided. It was not, you know, shallow or even like a, well, there's no one better to be around. It was truly right. like, you are the best company I could find right now. Like, this is what I want. And it, it starts off awesome Gideon is like laid out on the couch and is just like chips are all over his face and uh, Lucas calls him uh, and he asks for forgiveness for like bailing on him the legal and Gideon says forgiveness is what you want I have something totally different in mind it's very maniacal and evil and he goes friendship Uh, and then that's when the montage starts of them building a skateboard ramp together playing paintball inside watching a lot of anime Uh, what else do they do does that cover it? It's 90 minutes. We learned in 90 minutes in their world. Yeah. It, it, that's the main bit. I feel like there's one more thing that they did that. It fucks up Julie's house. They It fucks up both Julie's house and they both adopt no fear clothing. Yes. We'll say they that. start wearing no fear 90s clothing. Uh, and we find out that Gordon Gideon was called fearless in school. Because mm-hmm. he always wore no fear. But it was not a cool nickname. It was, was an mocked. ironic. uh <laughs> And then we talk about we we've gotten all these like flashbacks, right? So we get some flashback, but it's not to Ramona's uh relationship, it's to Julie and Gideon as kids. Uh did you buy that their romance now because he was a mocked dork 
Are they trying to sell their relationship that we should care about these days? Well, I don't think it. So I think they're a little confused on mm. what they're trying to pitch because Julie was like, I never forgot him, but she's actually only attracted to him if he's evil. Yeah. She hates this nice version of him, which is That's the version true. of him she knew as a high schooler. Huh. He wasn't evil and plotting until he got rejected. And I wonder if it's he's only ambitious when he's evil and she's attracted to his ambition. And so those I don't think she loves that he's evil necessarily, but it's that those two things are very linked. Yeah. That he gets his drive when he's conducting like yeah. evil pit playback uh, payback schemes. Um, I do think that is, but yeah, I just felt I liked the backstory we got, but then it, when it was like, that's why I've always yeah thought of him. I was like, but why? I, I like this show, but I think that's what it's, I think it's good. But what keeps it from being great is they do some hand wavy stuff and they're like, ah, mm-hmm. instead of and like, buy it. Yeah. It's a goofy cartoon. So don't care about the relationships, but the show's actually about relationships. I think I would have liked it more if Julie was like, and now I'm on a mission to help him rebuild his like empire. Right. As opposed to he's back to the guy I initially always thought about mm-hmm. from high school. If they just changed the dialogue a little bit to that, it's such a simple fix. Right. Don't change the plot. Just change the line. And then just change the line. How did you enjoy the interactions between young Scott who is not dead and old Scott uh, going around the future house of Wallace Wells's husband. It, they're like, it lines up so well because in my mind I was thinking like old Scott should be understanding what young Scott believes is happening. Like young Scott's like, this is our house and old Scott makes no, like, but they're so, dumb even though they're so in the same head but they're still so stupid that they don't think this is how young me is thinking right and it actually creates another layer of lack of depth i guess that's really working well (laughs) for those moments of conversation yes and and showing the the dumbness is when old scott is showing young scott uh the vr montage of their life. The, the little robot who we is, are starting to realize is important is showing up everywhere. Young Scott goes, so Ramona didn't a robot. That's progressive. Yeah. And old Scott does not necessarily quickly fix him of that notion. No, just moves along. Just is like, yeah, go for well, it. Cause he's very excited to tell him they got married and then they got to meet a minion and Optimus fucking prime on their honeymoon in Orlando. A big deal. <laughs> uh, what, was your moment of the week for these two episodes? Uh, we've already talked about it quite a lot, but it was the Lucas Lee and Gordon BFF montage. Mm-hmm. It was it was that. It was their matching No Fear shirts. Um, and it, it happened so early on, but I feel like that's still like the big takeaway that I had, which it's yeah. not the biggest thing, but I just thought it was done well, and it was fun yeah. to watch. It really was. Uh, I have two that are that are back to back by the same character. Allison Pill is the actress. I can't remember the drummer's name right now, but she's the drummer of Sex Bobomb, and she had two lines that really got me. Uh, somebody's like, "What is Ramona doing?" And she says, "She's been skating all around, asking stupid people smart questions." And I was like, "That is perfect encapsulation of the show." And then right before Scott shows up, she says, "So 
about to be reunited with that guy you've been on one date with (laughs) and it's just like yes this show is absurd why do we care about any of this exactly why are you so deeply obsessed with right but uh there was a spark there was a spark and sparks do exist uh, before we move on, uh, you've been talking about a website. Uh, what is that all about? Mm. This website is all about, um, uh, w- <laughs> <laughs> fuck this website is for when you don't know what to say. It generates dialogue for you. Oh, that's so smart. So you're yeah. like, I need to stall for time. I need to stall for time. You just tap it and it'll randomize. So you can kind of tap it a few times. If it's like yes. so not related, if it's commentary on like great weather and it's a fucking blizzard, you can just mm-hmm. tap it again and it'll like tap fill with um, related yeah. thing. And you can preset it. So you're going into conversations with certain people, select certain topics that are go, certain topics that are not uh, not appropriate whatsoever. So like a, a conversational specific chat GPT. Exactly. Kind of. I, I I think people need this. Gen generative AI is is all the rage. Uh, I want you to succeed. Uh, I'm going to send you to my friend Cybersprout.net because they they're all about collaborative work and helping you build WordPress WordPress based websites. Uh, it's goal driven design, so you know to look good. Uh, speed optimization, backup, security, maintenance, all the things you don't want to handle, they'll handle that for you. Uh, that is Cybersprout.net, your partner for digital world. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, every other show that came out this week. Now it is the pull list where we talk about every other show that came out this week. This week it's just one. It is Yu Yu Hakusho. On the second and third episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho, Rogue Yokai steals three dangerous objects. As Yasuki grapples with his new powers, children playing at a park mysteriously collapse to the ground. And later, Cohen Ma assigns him a powerful mentor to help with training. Tasty Books, I ask you this. What would your training montage song be? Oh, that's a good one. And I think I'm going to have to go with like a Swift, a T-Swift song. Sure. It's, Which it's one? ingrained in me. Um, you know, top of my head, it's Anahiro. Uh, Anahiro sure. that's coming off because I think it's boppy, but it also like ignites, you know, like the drive that like yeah. hey, you're a fuck up so fix sure. it is the I like, like message um and i need that focus of like you cause your problems so now go ahead and fight for something worth a. I love that what what is what is the song is it just called look what you made me do is that yeah does she have a song called that uh that's a real petty one so you could be like getting swollen and it's like look what you made me do whoever made you have the train montage that is my favorite petty song too when yeah I'm feeling real yeah like it, I, it just pops into my head when I'm like <laughs> feeling that like passive aggressiveness rise up in me, and I'm gonna as their car is on fire behind you, slowly walking away. Mm-hmm. It's a Love regular it. moment in my life. Yu uh, Yu Hakusho is on Netflix, and that is our show this week. Uh, before we get out of here, can you tell the lovely listeners about some websites? Absolutely. If you want to find out more about this show, um, the host, anything you want. Uh, go to popfilter.co, and that is where you will find all sorts of great content. And if you're doing a little shopping on Amazon, you're going to want to go to your uh, go to popfilter.co slash Amazon and do all your shopping on that tab. That way, it'll help out this show. Hell yeah. And if you want more from us, audio-wise, check out Movie of the Year, where we f- fight every season to determine the best movie of that year. We are wrapping up 1973. I believe Coffee just came out. 
And that means this week you'll hear American Graffiti. I hope I'm right on that. Movie of the year. Uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at your pop filter. You can email us contact at popfilter.co. Those are all the ways to get in touch with us. We will be back next week with the finale of Scott Pilgrim and the finale of Yu Yu Haku Show. For McKenna Mike, for Michael McKenna, those are all the names I have to say this week. Enough said.